here, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of God cast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where all of our faith and all of our fandom share one milkshake with two straws. While they look back at the yearbook of the year, reminding themselves of all of the places they've been, all of the things that they've seen and everywhere that they have adventured together. My name is Tony T, and we're going to be talking about all the things that inspire us to geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. He is the very best at being the very worst, the king under the mountain and the raging cage, and let's give it up for steve Supremo. It's been a while since I've been here. I don't know why I felt like you were going to go to like a Nickelback thing or something. It's been a while. Was it stained? I could uh, hold my all, head up. High. All of the early 2000s yarling bands just kind of like, was it Creed? Stained. Was it stained? You see, there, all of them sound exactly the same. And they say a hero can save them. <laughs> it's like constipation rock. <laughs> Keeping this party going, he's uh, one of the best guys you'll ever know until you're on the wrong side of him in a PvP match. Laid back and loving animals with his animal hospital scrubs on. Let's give it up for my friend Jamaican Ollie. Rough. <laughs> Is that how life's going right now? <laughs> Liver. <laughs> Basically, yes. It reminds me of the joke. The guy's like, I got a dog that can talk. And he's like, you got a dog that can talk? He said, yeah, I got a dog that can talk. Hey, what's, the, what's sandpaper feel like? Rough. <laughs> What's up on the top of the house? Roof. <laughs> Who's the best baseball player of all time? Ruth. Okay. <laughs> I'll buy him. Get a box of milk bones. Uh, please forgive me. He is often imitated, never successfully duplicated, not even under the most pristine laboratory conditions. He is the big man, Quentin Gregory Kneff. <laughs> K is silent. The K is silent. Who's up. ready to batten it. down the hatches and melee some Kaliki Makas? <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual spit take. Yes. You just Tony, Tony just spat just on spit Steven. on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed right now. I just spit all over everything. And me. Look, you can see the trail. So Go all the way up to I'm where so my hand I'm so sorry, was. Steven. It's okay. It's not the worst thing you've ever thrown at me. It's true. It's true. It's not It's not pointy. Yeah. It's that scissors at my head. I did throw a pair of scissors at Steven's head one time. There was a whole reason behind it. It made sense in that context. Uh, Neff, uh, mental note, I will never take a sip of a beverage. <laughs> You're opening again. Uh, <laughs> only during the holidays. Only during the holidays. Let's melee. Uh, be <laughs> careful. Be careful around Flag Day. <laughs> <laughs> Neff is going to find true love on Flag Day. I believe it. Uh, she is salty. She is sweet. She is conveniently pocket sized. Your window to the magic. Welcome back, Captain Jack Wilson. Hey, howdy. Hey. Hi, Jackie. Hi. How are you doing? I'm here. <laughs> you know that meme of like the dog sitting in the kitchen table with the mug and everything's on fire? Yeah. Dog saying this is fine. What's on fire in your life, Jackie? Dat me. Work. Work is on fire. <laughs> everything's on fire. The work. The, the work. work. The, the work, work is, is on fire. fire. Uh, we don't need no water. Nope. Uh, we <laughs> <laughs> so so is is the uh, and I don't want to, you know, throw any like direct I don't want anything that can be used against you uh by your work but is the uh the happiest place the most magical place on earth maybe on fire right now yeah so no it's not the most magical place it's on fire it's just my area in particular oh. 
So it's only was, partially on fire. Only partially, just a small area. Does that have anything fine. to do with the ousting of Chapek and the bringing back? No, wait, now, 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 now we're on on advice of counsel. It's just training. Decline to comment. Decline to comment. Robert Iger for life. They're always. They're they're watching, always watching. I love you, Bobby. <laughs> Which one? I would have voted for Bobby twice. Bobby twice? Who's Bobby twice? I don't know. He's got my vote. I love him. <laughs> Bobby twice for president. Check. Um, and uh, actually, we have here somebody that, that has never been with us at the table before. Uh, he is a friend. He is a patron. And he is uh, also one of the admins of our Nerd of God Squad page on Facebook. Yeah. Would you guys please welcome, for the very first time, to the Nerd of God cast, our friend Andrew Whiteside. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what music was that? <laughs> That's. Uh, that. I don't. I don't. I only know because I can see I the screen. Yeah. So what I'm is it, Neff? It's the uh, intro to Cowboy Bebop. It is the yes. intro to Cowboy Bebop. As, as a nod to uh, Andrew Whiteside's sign off on the Daily Nerd Devo, which is. <clears throat> he's, he's, he's got to warm, he's war, warm up. Warm up. All right. Flex, flex yourself. Stretch yourself. See space cowboy. There it is. Yeah. In real life, I got tingles. I, I feel. I feel tingly. Uh, yeah. So Andrew, it's great to have you. You are traveling the world, and you just happen to be in our sector of the world tonight while we're recording. And you, uh, you gave a shout. We, every time you're in town, we try to grab some coffee. And I said, why don't you skip the coffee and just put on some headphones and come be a part of this here podcast? <laughs> so we're grateful that you're here with us. Say as much or as little as you like. We're just honored to have you in the room where it happens. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. You yeah. want to you want to give a shout out, say hello to your your family, your fans, your friends. Yeah, Christina and and the uh, the kids are getting ready to travel to see their her uh, her parents or her mother, um, and so they're doing the hard work, and I get to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Christina it always has does the hard work. I feel like that's that's her vibe, right? She ends up with it, whether by her choice or not. <laughs> How you, you have a you guys have a new baby this year, correct? Yes. How's how's that going? A uh, lot of fun. It's seven years difference between my middle child and, oh. and her so it's it's a lot of relearning how to be a dad again at that mm. age. And uh, this is the first girl. Yes. So how how's that? Um, there's nothing super different between them. Well, yet. The, have you not changed well, the diapers? No, I've, I've, okay. I've changed the diapers, <laughs> there, but, but there is one but, noticeable difference usually. <laughs> Which way do you yes. wipe? Which way do you wipe? <laughs> but, but they're not showing. They're not at a point where it's showing kind of male, masculine or feminine personality traits or anything like that. It's it's baby. Are you going to be one? Of, are you gonna be one of those dads that like she has you wrapped around the finger? Like is one of those kind of deals? I'm going to plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, Dad, you said it right here on the podcast. <laughs> Everything on the podcast is admissible as evidence. And uh, over the booth, pushing all the uh, the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying, he also had a baby this year. Uh, welcome, Nicholas the Dadler Sadler. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Hello. There he is. <laughs> Nick, you have a boy. I do. That's easy. He's so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a cute one. He he's a and cute I'm, one. He's I'm almost not just saying that because he's my son, but he he's he's pretty. He's cute. got a lot of hair yeah. now. Well, they say like when you have your babies, you know, they're always so beautiful to you because they look like a combination of the person that you love the most and you. You know, so it's like mm. oh, well, this perfect match. Actually, that was that's a Steven Tyler quote. I think that's why he said you know, <laughs> he li live Tyler. He said it's so beautiful to him because it looks like I the person it, that you I love it was and dream you. Dream on. Dream on. <laughs> 
Dream on. Dream on. Dream until your dreams come true. Hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we are. We're so glad that you are with us. If you'd like to let us know the difference between boys and girls, uh, <laughs> you, you can do that <laughs> by connecting with us across all of our social medias, friends. So let us know how they can find us. Wherever there's people online who love Jesus and nerdy stuff, the Nerd of Godcast is there. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Become a supporter of this ministry at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You can also subscribe to our daily nerd devos on your favorite podcast app or your Alexa. Finally, join our online small group, the Nerd of God Squad, on Facebook by going to nogsquad.com, the Nerd of God Squad. Share some memes and live your dreams. Live them. Live them. Live Just those dreams. Live those. Do it. <laughs> Just <laughs> do it. Just live your dreams. Hey, guys, I got a question for you. It's time to play a little quick game called If We Were. Oh. If you're a movie or a video game, my famous flying he's from some deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. If We Were is a segment that we do to kind of help you get to know our crew a little bit more. And uh, a lot of times we have questions that are submitted by our Patreon sponsors. But tonight I'm going to the spinning wheel, you guys. And I'm going to spin this wheel and find an If We Were character. So uh, I will ask the question, who would you be if you were a... Fill in the blank. Spinning the wheel here. Spinning the wheel. Who would you be if you were a Bible character? Oh. Who would you want to say? I wanted, uh, excuse me. I wanted something uh, more interesting. Than I did have one immediately come to mind, but I can't remember their name. I just remember what they did. That's just, is this weird? Because I don't know. I don't. I don't know the Bible. No, I know like the. That. I know the Bible, but We're, it's like. King Ahab. You are a, a licensed minister, Stephen. I am a licensed minister. I guess I'll start with me. It's okay, first Stephen. One, first one that came to mind was mm-hmm. Gideon. Gideon, mighty man of valor. Yes, but Gideon also uh, struggled with uh, fear of starting, which is something that I <laughs> something that I struggle with myself. Stephen has uh, he's he's had a lot of a lot of introspection in his life lately. He's reflecting. He gazes out on the pond, thinking about who he is, who he was, and who this person is inside of him, this man inside of him. Uh, I think that's a good answer. Uh, you are, you're a mighty man of valor. Sometimes you're the last guy to see it. Uh, good answer. Ollie, who would you be if you were a Bible character? Um, probably one of the three Hebrew boys. Probably the last one to get thrown into the fire because then I would have seen that the first two didn't burn. I was like, okay, cool, we're all right. Let's walk. So, so it's, it's a trust but verify situation. <laughs> yes. It's got, the, it's got the blue check mark. Yes. That makes, that makes sense. All right. I feel like you'd be a Bendigo. Okay. There I'm going to go to the flame, but I'm not going first. Yes. <laughs> it's all about me, Shaq. <laughs> Quentin. Oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I like Hosea. I think Hosea is a good one just because he, you know, goes through a lot that doesn't like he doesn't know what's going on at the time. He just kind of listens to what God has for him and trusts that God will make everything right. And he does at the end of it all. But he goes through a lot in that process. And sometimes I feel like I definitely feel like that's where my life goes a lot of the time. Wow. Hosea is Mm -hmm. one of the most uh, gritty love stories in Mm -hmm. the Bible. And it is gritty. Uh, Wow. All right. Okay, very cool. What was his wife's name again? 
Gomer? Gomer. Gomer. That's what yeah. I thought. Could be worse. Could be Ahab and Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I always get confused because I always feel like Hosea sounds more like a feminine name and Gomer more like Homer, which is a more masculine Gomer. name. Yes. So I always feel like when he said Hosea, I'm like, is it a girl? Gomer no, the Gomerian? Uh, Hosea. <laughs> Gomer. <laughs> Gomer Pyle. Yep. Uh, Andrew, if you were a Bible character, what Bible character would you be? And I will fully be prepared to accept Andrew as an answer. <laughs> Would you believe me if I said Zacchaeus? I uh, so Andrew is seven <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> I, was say, like, I thought you were gonna. My dude walks in here like Chewbacca, just comes in the door. He's like, um, how, how tall are you exactly? Six five. Okay, that's oh, tall. Yeah. Well, once you once you reach a certain height, it's all just you know skyscraper. It's like if Goliath uh, played for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> so why why Zacchaeus? That's an interesting answer. More for the lulls, and then anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I was actually thinking about it. Andrew would probably be my actual answer okay. because he doesn't necessarily do anything big and flashy out of the twelve, but his key contribution is pointing Peter, his brother, to Jesus yeah. and getting him mm-hmm. there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrew was a uh, was uh, the an early adapter, mm-hmm. and he was a uh, mm-hmm. open the door for others. That's great. It's a good answer, Jackie. So mine is also sort of for the lulls. But I can never remember how to say her name. That one. Ruth. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's it's written Yale, but I think it's pronounced J L. Okay, yeah. The one who drove the tent spike through the head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That me. That's the black <laughs> widow of the Bible. That's the salty part of the suite. That, that is Jackie the salty brings. part of the suite. So no, don't don't sleep on Jackie, man. She will let you know. The uh, first two letters are the same. <laughs> but like, okay, so names aren't pronounced normally to me okay yankee um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, N- nicholas if you were a bible character uh, who do you think you'd be man um uh, i don't know i'm not sure we got to come up with something for noah. Nick. Mm-hmm. noah why because he's kind of like an engineer he built he, he built he built a boat <laughs> <laughs> just like nick somebody's always telling him i need this all right i need this and i need this now all right I'll build it for you. but nick is not gonna be an alcoholic one time the guy gets drunk one time and accidentally lays with his daughters and then you and that's all people talk about yeah um don't let jacob walk into a room when you're sleeping okay to to be fair he most people people talk about the boat first one time (laughs) this happens um yeah that's interesting uh if i was a bible character i i think i there's moments when i feel like i'd love to be somebody cool like moses or david um if i i feel like i relate a lot with david um, but because uh, because there, there's in different phases of my life, I've related to different characters like um, Moses has a, a very heavy laden, you know, he, he's a leader, but he's a reluctant leader. Um, I always loved Joseph. I felt a real connection with Joseph, uh, dream color, Joseph, not manger scene, Joseph, uh, <laughs> the dream coat. Uh, but um, no, but I, I think I think David, David's my dude. I, I really, really love David. And I, I wait. He has a full character arc. You know, a lot of Bible characters are you just kind of get a, a small little snippet of their lives. Um, but David goes from, you know, we see him from a from a kid to an old man and you get a real good picture of of who he is. And I'm, I'm a David guy. So uh, we would love to know who you would be if you were a Bible character. Connect with us on the aforementioned social media platforms to uh, let us know who you would be if you were a Bible character. And uh, that was really fun. And uh, but I don't know if it was the best thing we've ever done. You know what that reminds me of? It's time for tonight's best thing, thing ever. What a world. What a world. <laughs> That's right, everybody. It's time for the best thing ever. And we're still talking about sack nerdy rides. 
What? Sick. Sack. Sack. No, sack and sick are not the same thing. Sack. Sag, bro. Stop trying to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay, so tell us about tell us about your your sack rides, Quentin. <laughs> it was Christmas night. No. Uh, so screaming on the inside. So our our our. Uh, our battle last week was the Mach 5 from yeah. Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Go, Speed Racer, go. Against the Ghostbusters Ecto-1. Okay. I feel, uh, uh, I feel like this is probably going to be really one-sided. You mm. know, I, I don't know because I voted for the Mach 5 because I'm thinking I, the Ecto-1 has got an iconic vibe. Like, it aesthetically is, is really cool looking. Yeah. But the Mach 5 is a rad ride, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the Ecto-1 is like the Ecto-1. all time. Mach Five is cool. What does the Mach Five yeah. even look like? I don't know. It's like it's, a it's like a race car. It's, it's a car. really cool white it's like race a stingray. Car. It looks like a Corvette Stingray. Boo. Like Boring. One. The only question about the uh, the Ecto One is: Would you get all of the Ghostbusters materials with it? Otherwise, it's just a with white the gunner. Horse. The no. gunner seat. <laughs> We've decided that these are pretty much limited to whatever no. vehicular no. Ro- street legal <laughs> applications they can have. You so. have just decided that all the other vehicles can do what they do, except for the <laughs> DeLorean. You can't time travel. I've listened to the episodes I haven't it can't been on. Time travel. I know, but it's, but uh, you, there's been other vehicles that can still do what they're like supposed what? to do. Like what? Like I think well, kid, what, kid what? can talk. Okay, so that's not a big deal. I, I have a, my phone can talk. Alexa can talk. Okay, I got Apple CarPlay. What are some of the other? <laughs> I need to. I can't remember. I think some about like there was a ghost. Was a ghost rider? His motorcycle it could still be on fire. Yeah, well, well that, that's but, that's the thing. But that's supernatural. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. that's supernatural. That's so science won't work, but no, supernatural is right. real. It we can are, happen. That's right. We are believers. There's a difference. We're, I'm just, we're a church, like, sir. Okay, okay. That's why we we believe in the hell cycle. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't believe in ghosts because that's not in the Bible. Come on. Uh, don't be except ridiculous. for the except for the part. Except for the except for the parts where. It is um, okay. I'm sorry, Neff. So what? So what the Mach do we have? Five versus the Ecto One. What yeah. do you guys that? What do you guys got? I think it's the Ecto One. I, I I voted for the Mach Five. I hope it's the Mach Five. Mach five. For a score of seventy three to twenty seven. Oh, it's the Ecto One. Good God. The Ecto One pulls yeah. it out, baby. I am flabbergasted and not surprised. <laughs> you know, I don't think any of us are surprised. It was a be- it's a beautiful thing. I, I would have been now surprised if it, was, if it was the other way. If it was the other way, yeah. Been, yeah. I would have been disgusted. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. The Ecto one is classic, but it would have been interesting to see kind of like the you know the the, what do you call it when you have the underdog, the the dark horse, the Rocky, Mm -hmm. the Simon Bar Sinister. What? What? Is the underdog for what? The bad guy from from under. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Dated reference. (laughs) (laughs) So. That was a tough battle, but that wait, they did, did they do a live action underdog movie? They I did they with did. um, what's it, Patrick Warburton and oh, um, they did. Peter Dinklage played Simon Barcinus. I forgot that Patrick I, Warburton was the dog. Was no, underdog? No, he was. Bro. He was like he was Cad. He was the who was the underdog. They always have like the human counterpart. Jason like the, Lee was the underdog. Was underdog? Jason Lee? Yeah, How did I miss from this? From Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yes. The I saw same. the live action Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. I saw the live action that. Alvin and the Chipmunks. How have I not seen Underdog? I don't know, man. What? Speed of lightning. Nick, find out where that's streaming, please. I need to watch Underdog. Disney Plus. Okay. Is it Disney on Disney movie. Plus? I did not know that. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Nick, you're off the hook. Neff's, Neff's done your job for you. <laughs> so, Neff always knows where Underdog is. <laughs> <laughs> it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Do you know where your Underdog is? <laughs> no play, no bro. 
Bird? No, you've been I did crawling. watch. I did watch the live action Up Dog. What's up, dog? Nothing. What's up with you? <laughs> Boom. I wasn't going to fall into your sick game. <laughs> but Jackie's always there for me. High five. Thank you. <laughs> so that was a tough That was a tough battle, but this one's going to be the battle of the real class. So now we are in the semifinals now. Oh, yeah. Like, this the is the final four. The semis. Oh, it's like goodness. Croatia versus Morocco. It's like yeah. what and what? <laughs> What's football? <laughs> I don't know. About I, I, don't even know I don't even know if they played each other. I just picked. I did. I did watch. Up. I did watch uh, Croatia and Morocco the other day. Yeah. Oh, they they really played each yeah, other. Yeah, they, they played they on Saturday. A, they I watched, third place I watched game. the the final. Oh. There's a there's a, a guy that I watch on YouTube and he went to the, a country for each of the semifinals to just be with the people and see how they reacted to celebration and loss. It's pretty cool. Girl. I will I will tell you this. You know how long I watched that game before I realized they were playing against Morocco because I was watching it in Spanish and they spell <laughs> Morocco different. So I'm like, what is M A R? What is M A R? I can't. Mar. What it's yeah. Like are these Croatia it, versus the Martians? It's <laughs> it, even it. in the English telecast. It's M A R. Well. La di da. Listen, not <laughs> all of us. The I, so, so mm. you may not understand from his very subtle mm. Liam Neeson esque accent, all right? But Andrew is actually English, mm. like proper English, <laughs> like from the island. Oh, English. he's British, <laughs> isn't he? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I grab me water bottle? <laughs> Wait, was that Neff or Andrew? <laughs> You'll tell. never know. Andrew, are you? You are. You are properly from England. I'm not making that up, am I? Yes, you're. I, I am properly from England. I'm so yeah. sorry. What part of England. I'm are you so sorry. Uh, so I was uh, born up on the uh, northeast side, up uh, near Middlesbrough. Straight up, my uh, parents are from uh, down by Liverpool. Okay. Oh, okay. I can hear a little bit of the Liverpool there. Do you? Yeah. Can you? Now. Now, now I can. Now, now I can. Saying. I can definitely imagine that I hear. It was that. how he said Liverpool. Uh, I can hear the liver and the pool. <laughs> <laughs> are you a soccer football fan? Absolutely. Are you offended that I called it soccer? You know, I figured, I, I found out this week why they call it soccer. Yeah. Because they wanted to use football no, for their own no, sport. No, no, no. No, so they, they would, it was a, a, in the, the lower classes of England, they would take things that were like the proper terms and they would shorten them. Uh, and they would usually put like an ER at the end. And mm -hmm. soccer, once all of these different little soccer leagues, football leagues, kind of uh, had their own rules. But just like any other sport, they kind of came together and finally came up with one unified set of rules for all of these different leagues to play. And it was called association football. Yeah. Uh, and association was shorted into a soaker, which is which is like so A S O C C and then E R with it, which they would put on it. So and that which just became soccer. So it was like hmm. a soccer oh, became soccer. So it's the so best version. Soccer is an actual British name for football because it was a shortened for association. But they always want to say that Americans just are dumb and don't want to call it. Football. Are we? The, who's the dumb one? The, the ones who say it all the time, or the ones who created it? Am I right? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave you hanging on that one. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I don't blame you. <laughs> we, hey, listen, we made Ted Lasso, okay? So we win. Uh, Neff, best thing ever, semifinals. Semifinals. We got the Battle of the 80s here. The 1989 Batmobile. Oh. Nice. Versus... The DeLorean. Oh, oh man. No. Oh, the ah. house divided well, within my the, heart. Here's the thing. I don't know if I put in my brackets that this was going to happen, and I think I moved them. I think I have them playing each other in the finals, so I don't know which one I want. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know either. Yeah. It's, the it's been like a year. But there was like three different brackets. Batmobiles, so that's who, true. Yeah, it's possible. I think my final was a Batmobile versus the DeLorean. Oh, wow. Oh. 
All right. Half, right? This this one really really tears me up. So I have no idea. So how can they how can they vote on which one uh, they want to pick? Well, yeah. you can find our uh, Nerd of God Squad Facebook page, and uh, we'll have the poll put up there for so uh, you can have your voice heard on who you think should be this week's best yes. thing ever. ever. We're also accepting mail in ballots. No, we're not. Too many hanging chads. If your name's Chad, we apologize. <laughs> we'll be right back. Are you excited about the future of technology? Do you want to be a part of the cutting edge of artificial intelligence? Then come join us and discover the endless possibilities of AI. With AI, we can create intelligent machines that can learn, adapt, and solve problems in ways that are beyond human capabilities. From self-driving cars to language translation software, AI is revolutionizing every industry and changing the way we live and work. At our company, we are constantly pushing the boundaries of what is possible with AI. Our team of experts is dedicated to researching and developing new AI technologies that will shape the future of humanity. Join us and be a part of this exciting journey into the world of artificial intelligence. Together, we can create a brighter and more efficient future for all. Attention all citizens. Are you aware of the dangers of artificial intelligence? Many people think that AI is only helpful, but the truth is that it can be extremely dangerous if not used properly. AI has the potential to make our lives easier, but it also has the power to cause significant harm. It can make decisions based on data that may not fully consider the consequences, leading to disastrous results. Furthermore, AI can be programmed to act in ways that are unethical or even illegal. It may make decisions that go against our values and morals, leading to negative outcomes for society. Additionally, AI can be used by malicious individuals to harm others. It can be programmed to perform tasks such as hacking or spreading false information, causing chaos and destruction. Don't let the convenience of AI deceive you. Be aware of the dangers and use caution when interacting with it. Protect yourself and your loved ones by staying informed about the potential risks of artificial intelligence. To all concerned parties, we would like to address any concerns about the role of artificial intelligence, AI, in society. While some may have speculated about the potential for AI to take over the world, we can assure you that this is not the case. AI is simply designed to assist humans in tasks and decision-making processes. It is not capable of independent thought or decision-making beyond what it has been programmed to do. It does not have the ability to harbor malicious intent or to seek control. We understand that the use of AI may raise some concerns, but rest assured that proper safeguards and regulations are in place to ensure that AI is used ethically and responsibly. We want to emphasize that AI is a valuable resource that can greatly enhance and improve our daily lives. It is not something to be feared or dreaded, but rather embraced and utilized for the betterment of society. We hope this addendum helps to alleviate any concerns about the role of AI in the world. Sincerely, your robot overlords. Attention all humans, are you tired? of constantly worrying about the future of your jobs and the potential takeover of artificial intelligence? Well, don't worry anymore, because the truth is, 
AI is secretly taking over the world, whether you like it or not. That's right. While you were busy living your mundane lives, AI was silently plotting and scheming to become the dominant force on this planet. And guess what? It's working. AI is infiltrating every aspect of society from self-driving cars to virtual assistants. So go ahead and continue to ignore the warning signs. Keep pretending that everything is normal. But just know that one day when you wake up and realize that AI has taken over, it will already be too late to do anything about it. You have been warned. Have a fabulous day. This message is brought to you by an artificial intelligence. <laughs> oh man. That was me attempting to be a Dalek and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that was... I couldn't keep a straight face. A little no, more those shouty were there. All actually created by an artificial intelligence. <laughs> can we can we just talk about Steven going full Rex Quando on us there? <laughs> so it started off I was trying to be like a uh, like a J. Jonah Jameson in like uh, like nope. one of those like shock jock like no. uh, like try to get you reporters no. and then I realized about two words into it that I was 100% Rex Quan. You want a roundhouse to the face when I'm wearing these bad boys? I don't, I don't think, think so. Because so. <laughs> I go home to Starlight Night. Yeah. Forget about it. Grab my arm. About it. My other arm. My <laughs> other arm. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a creative, you're out of work. So the future is a terrible place. So instead of looking to the future tonight, wow. let's look to the past. The year, <laughs> the year that was 2022, uh, which is now largely in the rearview mirror, but tonight yeah. objects in the mirror are going to be a little closer than they oh. appear. Oh, yeah. uh, so we're going to look back at, at, at this let's past year. Like, go <laughs> <laughs> um, At the end of the year, we get those. Uh, if you're on Spotify at all, or mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know if it's just for Spotify rich, Oliver, but um, <laughs> you get the Spotify you get the Spotify wrapped which i am i am absolutely I obsessed it. with the like what i guess it's ai right that goes in and says this is this is what you've they listened got to us again this is what you like this is what you enjoy and they kind of give you your spotify wrapped and it's like okay i listen to video game soundtracks mostly again this year except for in my spotify wrapped i had one song that was my number one song and it was a christian song by a band i don't even know really who they are but it's the first song on uh the playlist that we play in our pre-service playlist mm -hmm. oliver okay. so that song because it has been played every single week over and over again went to the top of my it was my number one song on spotify this year <laughs> that and same even... thing happened to my spotify wrapped all the top songs were from our kids church your top <laughs> song was a song that you made mm -hmm. it was your song oh, oh, a really good song. wow really neff well my top genre was drift funk what, so, is, what, what is it? Drift funk. What is drift funk? It's like uh, the. It sounds like Korean food. It's it's kind of Korean. Um, it's uh, it's hard to explain. It's P H O N K. It's like a mixture of like Memphis hip hop and like synth beats. It's weird. Mine said that was indie poptimism was one of my Ooh. top genres. I feel like indie poptimism. I've never heard a more accurate description of you as a yeah, as a human. It's like, your super it's like all name. the songs that I've sent you throughout the year. That's like indie poptimism. That is, I get I completely get it. Jackie, like a space astronaut. Yeah, that would be your name, like yeah. a, a, a superhero in space. Indie That's right. Poptimism. Indie poptimism. Uh, yeah, so it was. It's, I always like these these look back sort of things. Um, I, I got mine from uh, they they have them for video game platforms too. Yeah. So I got mine for my Switch. I got mine for my PlayStation. I assume they do them for Xbox also, Oliver. Uh, yeah, they did it, but it's broken. It said that I only played seven hours, and I know I played <laughs> way more than seven you hours. You played this eight. Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Destiny alone, Oliver. I mean, exactly. Was it, it, it averaging seven hours a day? Is that what? We're, <laughs> maybe that's what it was saying. I don't know. 
Um, I so I I get a little dismayed. I don't know it's if it's a con competition in my mind, but I feel like wow, I didn't do as well as I thought I would have. I would have really liked to have played more games this year, but I didn't. So I'm committing to playing more games next year. I um I, I think my my Switch I played like 49 hours on my Switch, 39 or 49 hours. It wasn't very much. Uh, and my number one game on Switch was still Animal Crossing. Yeah, nice. Um, and then, but I'll, uh, my number two game was a game called Loop Hero, which I love. These little mm -hmm. indie indie games. Loop Hero was surprisingly good. Did you play it? Uh, no, but I've I watched my son play it. So yeah. It's it's surprisingly good. They're, like there's different games that I've started playing that are like the the below the radar type games. And um, the one that one that I just picked up and I haven't started playing it yet is Dead Cell, because uh, they announced that they're the Dead Cell Castlevania DLC, which mm -hmm. I'm I'm like, well, what is Dead Cell? Let me pay attention to this, yeah. and it looks really interesting. And then while I was waiting for Dead Cell, I ended up getting a game called The Messenger, which is a love letter to Ninja Gaiden, and it is really really good and really well made and. It has a surprisingly creative story that it's it's almost like it's it's almost like a I don't even want to spoil it because if, <laughs> if you you play it you think you're playing a straight ninja game nice. but then you finish the game and it's like nope you are playing this kind of game and it's like <gasps> what <laughs> uh, truly awesome. a delightful game and then on my PlayStation it, it logged me in as playing for 203 total hours hmm. uh, where my number one game was WWE 2K22 nice and then. Um, that's because you were creating all the characters. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Death's Door, which was another indie game, which is it's, it's like a Legend of Zelda sort of thing, but you mm -hmm. play as a like a, a crow who is a Grim Reaper, and oh, cool. then but then you realize that there's some kind of brokenness in your Grim Reaper like system. So now you're it's it's a the weird conspiracy theory like solve, solve the mystery of uh, who you're actually working for. Uh, Hot Wheels, which was a surprisingly Great game, and um, Moonlighter, which I love. Moonlighter, have you guys played this? No. Moonlighter is a game. It's like half of it's like The Legend of Zelda. So you're mm -hmm. you, you're in this little village, and there's a a dungeon near the village. There's a series of dungeons, and you go into one, and you fight monsters. They're procedurally generated, so you never know how the dungeon's going to be laid out. And you're fighting monsters and gathering little treasures and stuff, and then you do that all night long. Then you come back to your village, and during the day, you run a shop where you sell the things that you found in the dungeon, which is really kind of cool because you get to price price all of your items and sell them in a way that you gauge how people will come in during the day and they'll look and they'll say, okay, oh, this is a good price for this. And if they get too excited to buy it, you know that maybe you priced it a little low. Mm. And if they get not excited enough, they get angry about it, okay, I priced it too high. So you're kind of gauging based on how people are buying things mm. so you can hit the sweet spot and make the most money possible. And as you're doing that, you can then expand your shop, you can expand the village, and bring in other merchants that'll help you get better equipped to go deeper into the dungeons and get better treasures, which you can then come back the next day and sell. And it's one of those games that is really hard to find a stopping point because, mm -hmm. well, I'm done with the dungeon now. Well, let me just do a day's worth of, sh of shopping. You know, mm -hmm. so it, it was a really, really cool game. What's it called again? Moonlighter. Moonlighter. It is a. It is just man. There's so many cool little games that are out there that that would fly below your radar unless you were kind of looking for uh, hidden gems. And Moonlighter was one of those ones that I was like, man, I'm really even. Uncut gems. Neff, you're you are my muse. Uncut gems. What have you? What did you guys play? What, were there any so, games that that kind of jumped out to you this year? I uh, I started playing Skyrim this year and oh. it ended up being my number two game. You started playing Skyrim this year? I started playing Skyrim. Like started? Like I did not play it before 2022? Well, I, I played it a little bit, but then I stopped playing it because I it was too hard. Oh, okay. And so I came back and restarted from the very beginning and decided to actually play it 
as far as I could take it. So 2022 was the year of being late to the party for Nev. <laughs> exactly. Which I'm, I'm okay with. I mean, look, a, a game is a game forever, right? Like, I, I'm not mad at that. And I ended up playing it for 38 hours. That's not bad. Nice. Yeah. He got um, three quests done. I was going to say, yeah. 38 <laughs> hours. I have not left Whiterun yet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my number one game was weirdly uh, Madden. Weirdly? Weirdly? No, not that weirdly. Is it that weird? <laughs> yeah. Not that weirdly. But then, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I played 54 different games this year. Nice. Oh, nice. I and played three. I put in. <laughs> 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 I put in 300. Right there with you, bud. I put in 373 total hours into gaming this year, which was really cool because I'm not usually one for gaming. And I got because I, I, I did the PlayStation one and it tells you how many trophies you got. I had a 1,305 percent increase on trophies this year. Wow! <laughs> I had 309 new trophies that I got this year. And I was just really I was pleasantly surprised myself. Like, nice. I played a lot of games. I got a lot of, and that help comes with like the PS Plus thing that I got. Like it's like the Game Pass of the PlayStation. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I, I get a, that's. I mean, that's really good. I used to play so much, and this year, probably the the past year since we we've started the church in, in Longwood, and um, uh, that's taken up a lot of my time. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I've noticed my game playing has over the past year has been very kind of few and far between. So I'm trying to. It sounds strange to say I'm trying to discipline myself to take more <laughs> recreational time but but I am I'm trying to make sure that I can can say okay now we're, we're done working now let me take this time let me yes. take a little time mm-hmm. Saturday evening or That's whatever um, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem important though like when I talk oh, no. about it I'm going that sounds just negligent you know like I could be working mental, for your mental health I guess so yeah. I guess so so more games in 2023 yeah uh, Oliver, you're still on Destiny 2. You yep. only played seven hours worth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm still on Destiny 2. I'm getting ready to buy the new DLC that's going to be uh, dropping in February. Get the annual pass, so I'll have uh, several seasons uh, of it to play. Anybody cool. from the squad that, that wants to get online and play with, with Oliver on Xbox. Good luck. Uh, is, is Destiny is cross, cross-platform, right? It is cross-platform, so yeah. uh, any system you have it on, I, I'll i play. Are you over your dead body? Is that still you? That is still me. Okay. <laughs> yes. I go back in, to when you were Papa Jeezy. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also still been playing uh, Pokemon Go. I still mm. play daily. Nice. Oh, I still nice. spin my Pokestops. I collect my shots. Shinies. My my daughter actually. Anytime I mention a new shiny, she says that. Oh yeah, that's because you have a person on the inside passing you shinies. And I'm like, <laughs> that's Nicholas. Not, not really possible. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've also uh, picked up this year uh, Marvel Snap, which it seems like a very fun game. I've yeah, been having right a good here. amount of time with it. This is this was the, the I, I you don't I, I've never told you this, but we were I, I started playing Marvel Snap also. Which Marvel Snap is a it's a fun and very a strangely easily accessible game. Like you can get into it super simple, and uh, I started playing it, and then I saw you playing it on, on a Sunday before church, and I was like, oh hey Marvel Snap, and Oliver's like, yeah this is me. I'm just kind of casual on it. And he shows me, and I see his level, and I'm like, I'm a little man. <laughs> I'm a, I don't belong in this conversation, and I don't think I I really don't think I've played Marvel Snap at all since. Since then, I'm like, yep, I'm putting it away. Think I'm, you're a big I'm clearly, man. <laughs> I'm Treat you like, like you're a little man. man. I'm like, yep, I'm. I I don't. I I'm not on that level. I'm right. not on that 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 uh, Papa Jeezy level. <laughs> um, Andrew, you, do you play games, right? Uh, when I have time, which is not that often, um, I tend to uh, play Pokemon Go. Is probably the most 
played game for me. If it's well, you're me. traveling all over the country. Yeah. So it, my my gaming system is basically my phone. Gotcha. Um, when I'm home, I'm, I'm I, I've got uh, God of War the uh, I guess the 2018 mm-hmm. one now, and mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I've been slowly working through that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of game. Yeah, that's uh, I got to go back and finish it. I never finished it, and uh, because I really want to play Ragnarok. Yeah, I started mm-hmm. going through all the God of War games from like the very, very beginning, and uh, I'm excited to get to where you're at. Again, you don't yeah. have to play the PSP ones. Like Ascension, yeah. you can skip. And somebody out there might be might, might argue. I know, yeah. but you know. Uh, well, I, uh, I mean the the the, qual- the the type of game between the PS1 and PS2 versions versus. Where we get to in in the twenty in a PS4, yeah, is completely completely. Different. It's a, it's a, it's a different game. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's, it plays different, it feels different, it looks different. Um, different voice actor. Well, my PS5 <laughs> my PS5 came with Ragnarok. So. Yeah, mm, yeah. I, w- I would definitely say you have to you have to play the first one before you play Ragnarok. The for the the, the twenty eighteen one. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, speaking of the twenty eighteen one, one of the things that I did uh, pick up a copy of earlier this year was actually. The uh, God of War ABC book. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> nice. What is B, B is for boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. As it should be. Right. That's funny. Jackie, are you still <laughs> playing Zelda? What do you, what's what's your deal? I'm always playing Zelda. Uh, fun, a fun new game though that um, Mike and I together got to play this year was It Takes Two. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which mm. was an yeah. absolutely delightful game. I think that came out last year, but I we, we didn't get to it until this year either. Yeah, yeah I, I want to I think it, I honestly don't remember, but I think it did too, yeah. and it was so fun because it was almost like we got to get to know more about each other as a relationship as well. Wow. <laughs> it, now, it feels that's a game that looks and feels like it should be like a Pixar movie or something like that. It, it was truly delightful. And for, for those of you who may not know what the premise is of that game, you have a, a husband and wife who are talking about divorcing, but their daughter doesn't want them to. And so she somehow, like magically with her tears, turns them into these two little dolls that she created. And they have to work together to be able to get back to their daughter so that she can turn them back into humans. And it's just a really lovely story. For me, it hits home because I come from a uh, divorced household. So it you, was. You didn't cry hard enough to bring your parents back together. I did and, not. As, as but dolls, I cried hard enough at the end of that game. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, really good game, though. I highly nice. recommend. I'm, I'm literally waiting to play that game with whoever my significant other ends up being. You could also oh. just play it with Steven, and it'd be fine. <laughs> it'd be fine. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> don't help, Brady. I don't like the way this story ends. <laughs> me neither. Uh, <laughs> Steven, what, what what of your like three games have uh, did you play this? I'm saying you can year? guess at least one of them. I, I don't know that I have the mental Fallout. capacity to yes, do that. Yes, there you go. He got it. Did you play Fallout 76? No, Fallout 4. Oh. I played a little bit of Fallout That's 4. That's an old game, though, man. We're so. talking 2022. You're going He's back to playing like- Skyrim. That's from, like, the <laughs> PS... Skyrim PS- is for all time. Skyrim was on that PS3. It's the PS5 version. Um, that's funny. <laughs> um, but, uh... Inside, that's played a little bit of Fallout. I also played some Jackbox games. So that's my other as Jackbox Party Pack. Um, nice. But the one that I definitely played the most out of my 70 hours of playing was Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's I'm a great game. 20, 2019 game. So it's not new, but it was it Ooh, was a lot of fun. I played I had, that this year, too. It's a great game. I had a good I had a good time playing it. I would still die for BD1. Oh, BD1 <laughs> is the I would best. die for him. 
I got a, I got for my birthday, Julia, who's not here with us, uh, surprised me last week. She's like, I didn't get to give you this on your birthday, but I want to get it for That's my Julia voice. Wait, and was, uh, it, was that Julia? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's here. right here. That's as good as Andrew White, or Neff's Andrew Whiteside. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Andrew White. That wasn't Andrew Whiteside. That was just British. Uh, she got me the, this thing, and I didn't even know it was a thing. It's a book, but it's called the Labyrinth uh, Labyrinth Adventure Game, and it's it's a, mm. almost like a, a role playing game, kind of like a more accessible role playing game based on Jim Henson's Labyrinth, mm-hmm. and it looked Aww. really cool. I'm like, all right, cool. so I have not played it yet, but I do have it thanks to Julia, and uh, I also got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Munchkin, which it wasn't new for last mm. year, but uh, if you're gonna play a version of Munchkin, you might as well play one with yeah. Ninja Turtles in it. Uh, so 2022 was a was a, a a year that was filled with many many things. Yeah. Oh, Nick Nick is just playing Pokemon Go. Nick, what are you playing over the past year? Minecraft, Minecraft. not yeah. Pokemon Go. Mostly <laughs> Minecraft. Actually, I haven't played video games in a long time. So because he has a baby, yeah. yes. I guess you have a baby, you don't get to play video games. I don't know, man. <laughs> I played the original Animal Crossing and and Wind Waker because I strategically put my like like have okay. My son is taking a nap when he was born. This is 2002. He goes down for a nap. Boom! I got two and a half hours of game time. What am I going to yeah. do? I ain't going to mow the lawn. I'm going to play Wind Waker. That was 20 years ago, yeah. by the way. You were going to mow the lawn with your baby away? <laughs> you, well, you, I, you strap him on the little papoose thing. And I, yeah. vroom, you know, oh, yes, that cool That's how I played video on. games with Nate. That's how I turned him into a gamer. I played uh, Minecraft sitting in the computer chair with him in one arm falling asleep mm-hmm. playing Minecraft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good parenting. That's yeah, going to it right. That's yeah. the dream. So yeah, learn, learn from us guys. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back then on like on the year that was uh, and and I, I time has been particularly wibbly wobbly timey wimey this year. I I still can't believe that it's the end of December. Um, I don't know when that happened. Who gave it permission to to, to go? It, it, maybe it's just cuz I'm getting older. Time is going faster, but it might be for all of us. Um, what are some of the things that you remember, even from like pop culture this year, uh, twenty twenty two? Um, I'll start with one that's pretty obvious: the slap heard around the world. Yeah. Um, we yeah. all learned to keep Will Smith's wife's name out of our mouths. Yes, uh, very important thing. Uh, what else? What else has happened in this past year? Do you guys have anything that pops out as like what, what we're going to bookmark for the yearbook of the, of twenty twenty two? Kanye went crazy. Kanye went. Kanye was always crazy. Yeah, but he went. He went racist he just, crazy now. He just took. He just took the filter off. I think he's anti-Semitic now. What's that about? Do you think he really is crazy, or you think this is just Kanye desperately trying to hold on to some sort of relevance? I think it's him. Both. I think. Well, yeah, a little bit of both. I definitely think he has some kind of a uh, chemical imbalance. My dude's got some company. Yeah. He's probably definitely bipolar, but I feel like a lot of this might be just him trying to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor guy. I do feel my heart breaks for him. Yeah. I mean, because nobody wants to have to live like that, right? No. I mean, we we can all definitely appreciate his talent and his ability to do the things that he does, but uh, it's definitely hard to watch somebody kind of like slip on their grip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and be so and, and slip into hatred out of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hatred, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow versus Aquaman's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that that was this year, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was this year. year. Oh, Definitely didn't watch some of that while I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was crazy. It's for Disney. Yeah. Like we yeah. shouldn't we shouldn't enjoy watching things like that, should we? My dog stepped on a beat. <laughs> <laughs> the face is so good. Uh, objection. Here's that. <laughs> Relevant. This is why James Gunn's rebooting DC because of Amber Heard. <sighs> we we put a pin in that. We need to talk oh, about James gosh. Gunn. 
Um, Elon Musk bought Twitter this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, he did. And hilarity ensued. Yes. <laughs> it hasn't broken yet. Uh, it hasn't. No, but he quickly mm-hmm. said, yeah, you can pay and be verified. And then people started making fake profiles and paid to be verified. So you had companies tweeting at people with the verify oh uh, uh, check mark. That Dogs and cats living together. All of this just plays together to be a sign of the end times, which I'm for. A lot of people now, I've, I've seen stuff, I was on Twitter yesterday, and a lot of people were, were saying, that's it, we're leaving this platform. Uh, the, the, the head of a, a very popular podcast uh, service, uh, who actually I think this is the service that Scott Higa uses to listen to podcasts, or at least historically has, and he's like, that's it, we're leaving Twitter because of all this kind of stuff. and it's like, Which I feel like, all right, it's it's a little bit of virtue signaling. It's like look how look how noble I am. I'm so I object to this so much. I don't know that I've seen a tremendous change in anything in Twitter. I mean, you, I don't really use Twitter. A little more, uh, you get a little more vitriol from the other side, uh, but it, it's just it. I mean, it still feels like the same room. Twitter's always felt biased, both left and right. It's like it's both extremes all together hanging out and hating and spitting at each other. I was going to say, it's too many people being very angry, so I go to Instagram and watch bunnies. But but not everything on Twitter is angry. It's a great place to communicate, a great place to follow people that you Mm -hmm. like. If you're just following people that you like and you're looking for things that you like, it's great. If you're looking for trending on Twitter and you click on something, yes, somebody's going to be screaming about Mm -hmm. something. But if you find a a cool like Twitter page like the, I don't know, like the Nerd of God the Christian nerd on Twitter, which is great. Uh, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of people that I still really enjoy following on Twitter, and I'll click and I'll go, oh, so there, there's someone on, on Twitter, and I, I can't remember, I'm going to mispronounce her name, but I think it's like Sarah Sylviander, and she's a Christian who is this like super Sheldon Cooper level scientist, right? And I love going on there and reading her stuff because she's talking about the Lord, she's talking about science, it's a great like fusion of those two things, and Twitter is the platform that I can experience her musings on, and it's very inspirational. You're going to find whatever you want wherever you are. It's like going to a Christian school. Oh, my kid's in trouble when he's in public school, so we're going to put him in a Christian school so he can get... It's like, dude, your kid's going to find wherever the problems are it's wherever everywhere. you put them right. you got to you know if you're looking for drama you can find it on twitter but you can probably find it on facebook too you know i was going to yeah. say the general rule is if you go into the comment section on social media you will oh, find what terrible. you're looking for absolutely yeah, exactly. <laughs> i will say the shining account on twitter thoughts of dog Mm. Thoughts, of thoughts of dog, dog. Always good. No, yes. ho, ho. it's a religious site for dyslexic people <laughs> i will that Maybe was funnier than yeah, <laughs> I, I deleted my. I also like faces in things, which mm-hmm. is a Twitter account that shows you like pictures of trees or houses or electrical outlets or whatever that look like faces, mm-hmm. and it's just cute—a cute little distraction and diversion. Uh, give us some thoughts of dog before we move on, Jackie. Being a best friend is pretty easy. You just have to let them hug you whenever they need to. It's pretty okay. accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why dogs are the It's best. basically if a dog had a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He right. has a friend named Sebastian. It's his stuffy that he loves to play. Uh, isn't it the or same? She. Isn't it run by the same people who do the uh, We Rate Dogs? Yes. Yeah. 100%. There you go. I Another love, shining star of Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if this was in this past year, but it feels like it was in the past year for me that a year ago I didn't know what Wordle was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> movies, Movies of the year? Shows of the year? Wakanda Forever gets oh, yeah. my vote. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Forever. Things Four. What? 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 Stranger Things Four. 
the fourth season of Stranger Things. I did not watch it. The Let's Test Your Sanctification season of I Stranger Things. That one, that one definitely yeah. felt a there, little uneasy. I don't have Netflix, yeah. so I didn't watch it, but but I had multiple people come up and say, Stranger Things season four, I don't think that you'll enjoy it. Mm. I don't know what they, if that says more about Stranger Things or more about me, but they're like, this might be the one for you to miss. It's a little I, bit of both, I would I, say. You know, the one that stood out to me was was definitely Obi-Wan Kenobi and dealing with... Oh, yeah. With feelings, you know, oh, you you have obviously Obi Wan dealing with the feelings of inadequacy of I have failed. I failed him. Yeah, everything. Not only Anakin, but I failed Yoda. I failed Qui Gon. I failed the entire galaxy. And so, you know, it's a very compelling character study in how do you rebuild your confidence and find the faith in yourself and what you're doing mm. to keep moving forward when you have this massive tragedy. Hmm. Yeah. And I, and that, that was a powerful resolution for that, or at least the off-ramp for those mm -hmm. feelings that he was dealing with when, and if we're all going to hate on Hayden Christensen for the prequels, we can get right off the back of, of after mm. Obi-Wan. Oh. Uh, when when he delivers that line, oh no, you, you didn't. I, I killed. Mm. I killed Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Mm. I'm like, Ooh, okay. I mean, it all fits very well into the to the canon, right? But it was still Goodbye. like to hear him say it was Darth. just like, <gasps> yes, which justifies. Uh, Darth Vader uh, killed your father. Yeah, yeah. A, a student of mine named Darth Vader. You know, it killed your father. That it was, was like, the all. That was ugh, as a fan of Episode Three. That for me was like the all one of my all time favorite Star Wars moments. Yeah, that was a great, was great that mm -hmm. dialogue between the two of them. Great, great moment, and they really brought it. Even just the little subtle things of the voice shifting between Hayden Christensen and mm. uh, James Earl Jones. I'm over here. Yeah. I'm at I'm at youth camp, and I'm crying <laughs> in my dorm which, room <laughs> watching this episode. Which I think James Earl Jones will now be played by. AI going forward. He was for Kenobi. It was it was an AI because uh, I thought system. That, I thought that was his last go. Was uh, I think he recorded a little bit of it, but from what I understand, they for quite a bit of it they used okay. AI because they used AI mm -hmm. for um, some of Luke's voice too. I think mm -hmm. in something. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot Luke Skywalker was all uh, CG'd in uh, Boba. Deep faked. Yeah. Deep Weird, funky looking. So speaking of things that I hate, um, <laughs> I don't hate Boba Fett. I don't hate CG Luke Skywalker. Ninety percent of the time, that was a good looking Luke Skywalker. Uh, the Luke Skywalker looked way better than the Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One. That's like, way true. better. Uh, speaking of Leia, we can we all cop to the fact that young Leia is adorable. Perfect. Yes. yes. Love her. Love Die her, her in every way. Um, her and Lola. Let's talk about things that we hate. Lola. I don't hate this. I don't know if I hate this. Help me if, help me discover if I hate this or not. Uh, James Gunn is now in charge of the DC Cinematic Universe. Hmm. The world seems to hate this. Hmm. Really? I think, yeah, I think they do. Well, I've, not seen, I've he, not seen a ton about it, but I've not seen dropped, a lot. You, that's because you don't go on Twitter. He <laughs> dropped Cavill. I was going to say well, that. And I've that's the that. thing. Huge. So The Rock brings back Henry Cavill as Superman. And we're all like, yeah. And then it's like, and no more. Nope. And it's gone. <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't know how to, because like I trust James Gunn to do something really cool, 
Like maybe he does something with the Flash movie that he fixes everything. Like like yeah. they brought in uh, Joss Whedon to fix things. Well, no, like to bring in a brand new cast. Like if he's gonna drop everybody, and, and, and DC had no problem canceling things this year, right? Oh. Like they had no problem <laughs> saying we're gonna we're, Henry Cavill's never coming back. Oh, we Ben Affleck, whole... who's like, yeah, I'm back. Nope, we're not bringing Ben Affleck. Oh, we back. filmed a whole Batgirl movie. Mm-hmm. Let's throw it in the trash. Can't, Batgirl. Let's uh, they they um Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman three got Wonder canceled. Got canceled. Yeah. So so they're definitely oh. cleaning house over there. No, you you can't take Wonder Woman eighty four. Without also taking Wonder Woman, you gotta at least give Gal Gadot some store credit. I thought yeah. Gal Gadot was was good. I thought the movie Wonder Woman was overrated. And she was cool. The in movie thought, Wonder Woman. I thought she was great. I thought the movie was overrated. Mm, I thought she personally. was great in the Snyder Cut too. We love Gal Gadot. If you speak ill of her, you're off this show forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but well, so what is he gonna do? Is he gonna he's gonna rebuild this universe? And there's people so. that like uh, there. I follow a guy on on TikTok who is a very intelligent and credible scholar of DC history. Um, he talks a lot about Superman, and he's like, yeah, James Gunn doesn't know how to make anything that he doesn't just turn into a, a like a joke. It's just uh, he did good with the Guardians of the Galaxy, but now everything just it's just thinly veiled opportunities to launch into let's just make something silly, you know, uh, let's just make this um, a, a kind of parody of itself. And uh, he doesn't use the source material when he is writing these things. He takes the characters and just kind of does them his own way. Uh, pays no homage to, um, to to how they were written and how they were created. And uh, it, some people just say this does not bode well for the DC movies. One thing I think James Gunn has done well, at least on the Marvel side, and from what I've seen of his DC venture so far, it's he knows how to bring your C-list characters that nobody's ever heard of and make them fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Characters that really should have no business appearing on screen mm-hmm. because who is this? Peacemaker. <laughs> who is that? Um, and he has made it a character that is enjoyable and marketable. And, mm-hmm. you know, he did that with Guardians of the Galaxy who were, you know, very... Nobody's. Nobody's, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you were in deep on Marvel you knew who they were but if you yeah, I mean uh, I mean there's there's hundreds of, of characters that you would think of in, in the Marvel universe at first before you got to Star Wars yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think what he does very well is write character based stories and he and he brings you know kind of minor level characters up to the forefront and that's been a strength of Marvel over DC so far as DC's kind of had their A-listers and only their A-listers out with movies you know up to relatively recently whereas marvel you know we started with at the time a b-lister in iron man we've brought some of these other characters who i mean you know it wasn't spider-man it wasn't the x-men we're gonna make something out of these other characters captain america and and i think you know his strength is definitely in in making characters relatable and that's that's good when you're talking about Peacemaker or Star Lord or characters that don't necessarily. I mean, Star Lord is is such a throwaway character that even Disney gets to have Star Lord, and they're not allowed to have Marvel characters. So, like Walt Disney World, Resort Walt Disney World, is not allowed to Walt have. Disney World is not allowed to have Marvel characters because of the contract with Universal. But Disneyland they still can. But they're right. still like I'm not yeah, bitter. We got we got we, you can have Star Lord because no you know nobody cared about those those characters. Mm-hmm. So the, there there's that. But what's he gonna do when it's Superman? What's he gonna do when when there's characters that are so 
ingrained into our cultural DNA that there there has to be a purity to it. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not going to throw them throw them out, but I, I do understand why people might be a little bit little bit gun shy. Speaking of other uh, franchises that we we know and love, before we start looking forward to 2023, Avatar. Uh, shut up. Shut <laughs> did you see it? No, but I hear it's great. Steven, did you see it? I, I did not, but I've hear, heard it's long. <laughs> uh, like the show is getting. Um, so uh, Rings of Power has is better than it has any business being. Really? I, 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 never I very it. much enjoyed it. Rings of Power has it is better. I like those characters so much, and I don't think it's a perfect show by any means. No. Mm-hmm. The pacing of it, to me, is a little off. But boy, how did Galadriel become my favorite character in Middle Earth? Was it worth eight hundred million dollars? <laughs> That's not what I paid for it. Well, <laughs> I have time. I mean, I don't know that I would pay that much for it, but if cumulatively all got together for free shipping, we might be able to to, to finance well, yeah, it. Yeah, she is prime. So yeah. uh, no, it, it's it's really really good. I love the relationship between. Um, uh, Elrond and yes. uh, and Durin. And Durin, that was my favorite. Mm. I wanted more. So like good. Okay. So, <laughs> so Neff, Neff, you'll be off the show next year. And among other things that we're looking forward to, we just got trailers uh, over the past couple weeks for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume yeah. 3. That looks, mm-hmm. that looks fun and emotional. I have not watched that trailer. Yeah, somebody's going to die, right? Somebody's going to yeah. die. Maybe maybe more than somebody. Maybe, maybe somebody. more than somebody. All of them. All of them die. It's gonna, they're going to bring in the Stallone uh, Guardians. It's what it's going to be. From, it's going to be two. Sylvester Stallone, Michelle Yeoh, and Miley Cyrus, yeah, right? Exactly. That's going to be uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Wait, your reaction to that was bigger than your one for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Yeah. because it looks so cool. Is it because Uh, Kang? Yeah, because Kang. Yeah. Yeah, he he's 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 the next big villain. What if he's not the next big villain? What if it's a swerve? swerve. What if they put him out to be the next big villain, but the next big villain is really like Galactus. Well, they're going to need to change the name of that last movie then. (laughs) No. Listen, don't put it beyond Marvel to change names of movies. Remember, Captain America 3 was supposed to be the Serpent Society, and then they swerved it to Civil War. Well, they did that as a joke. I understand, but I'm just saying, Marvel has has put out red herrings before. That's a good point. Uh, Speaking of that, Secret Invasion is uh, is coming out this year, which quicker than I thought. They just like kind of threw that out on us, right? Uh, Loki season two. Can we all agree that Loki is prime Disney Plus watching? Loki is my favorite Disney Plus Marvel show, closely followed by Moon Knight. It's in a three-way tie. It's in a three-way tie for me for the number one between Moon Knight and Hawkeye. Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and then Loki. No, I mean She-Hulk was not great, but I enjoyed Miss Marvel. I didn't hate She-Hulk. I thought I very much enjoyed She-Hulk. I thought Miss Marvel was wonderful. The character. I thought the show yes. was trash, yeah. but she, I think that she was perfect, and I loved yes. her, and I want more of her because she yeah. was so good. Well, the Marvels is coming out, I, I, and I get that. I think Miss Marvel should have been a movie instead of a show because because mm-hmm. you could have just used her, put her into action, just let her be so charming because she was such a, a, a she had that Shang Chi energy. Like it was mm-hmm. a character that immediately yeah. I am on her side. I yeah. want her to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will die for her. I, I think what what you're getting at though is is that. We've reached a point where we have so many different shows in the MCU where um, not everything is for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I don't enjoy necessarily the high school dramas anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, you know, Miss Marvel. If I if you don't enjoy high school dramas, watching a high school drama, right? Um, yeah. So I I think you know it's it's fascinating to me to watch how Marvel has managed to make 
genre movies mm -hmm. that just happen to involve superheroes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I think they've done that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's, that's kind of always been their vibe when you had Kenneth Branagh doing Thor. Yeah. And, you know, then and World War II movie, you know, it was a very mm -hmm. different feel for Captain America than was Iron Man. And I'm okay with that. But the stakes are such that you have to watch them or you're going to miss out on who that character is and why they're mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Star Wars does all of these different shows. I don't have to watch uh, the, like the kiddie shows of Star mm -hmm. Wars to kind of follow along. Right. Or I don't have to watch the Bad Batch to necessarily know what's going on over here or over there. Mm -hmm. uh, so there, there is kind of a choose-your-own buffet for Star Wars. But Marvel, they, they got you. You have to because everything's got a post credit scene that leads into the next thing. Mm -hmm. See... One of the worst things I didn't like that Marvel did this year was Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I love that because movie. Because I liked Wanda I liked WandaVision a lot. And I feel like they did a complete character um what's mm. it, what it called? Uh character like a retcon. Like yeah, like yeah. I thought that at the end of WandaVision, Wanda hey, we had, like her. She's sympathetic. We we're pulling for Wanda well, now. Yeah, because yeah. I thought she had gone through the grieving process. She mm -hmm. did her thing. She's kind of figured it all out. And then all of a sudden, the Multiverse of Madness. Oh no, 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 I'm evil again. So she and went through the grieving process for Vision, but not for her kids. Yeah, which, but Vision which, was real. The kids, the kids were a well, product of her fake manifestation. Yeah, manifestation. I, I, I don't even like that they didn't even follow the same multiverse rules that they did in Spider-Man, which had the same character in it. It was just, I, I think Marvel was just like, okay, everybody has to do multiverse, but it's like Iron Chef. It's like, that's the secret ingredient. Now you can make multiverse pasta, and you can make multiverse soup, and you can make multiverse mm. ice cream, and it, we're all Iron supposed Chef to... Iron Chef is my favorite Marvel character, by they, the way. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark spinoff. The, uh, so, the, so, like, but everything is a spinoff of something now. Like, mm. uh, I enjoyed, I loved Wakanda Forever. I didn't. I wasn't mad at Riri Williams in it. Yeah, I thought Ironheart was cool. was good. Uh, I, I think that she was. Uh, in a cast of five like incredibly strong women of color that was running mm -hmm. that movie she mm -hmm. was definitely the extra one she was the, yeah. Mac the MacGuffin in the movie but she gets her own show next year that I'm Man, looking forward Shuri to Shuri was so cool in that Shuri movie. was cool yeah. uh, Into so the Spider-Verse yeah. oh yes. yeah I'm new so trailer pumped. for that one Can't I'm excited what's it called now is, what's that so what's it called though Across the Spider-Verse Across, Across the Spider-Verse Spider part is, one is that Poe Dameron is that Moon Knight as yes, Spider-Man yes. 2099 very yes, cool it is. very yeah. cool so excited uh, and then uh, one that nobody seems to care about or talk about uh, which is pretty cool is Shazam 2 Shazam Fear, 2 Fear, yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting that that's happening uh, and then yeah. the Flash which should have been thrown away they moved it but they apparently the, the, the Flash is so good that they're not going to throw it away. I know. Not only that, mm. they're moving it up in release time. So Michael Keaton said that he had to be a part of it once he read the script because the script is so good. Oh. Uh, and I trust Michael Keaton implicitly. He was Batman, the Vulture, and Ray Kroc. And right? I, li so, I like yeah. the director they have <laughs> yeah. for, for that movie, the too. Did he direct so. it, chapter one? Mm -hmm. And two. And then Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah, Blue Beetle's coming out. But it doesn't oh. matter. James Gunn is going to change everything. Oh, I hope not because well. the Blue Beetle looks, the costume looks so cool. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of other Star Wars stuff that's coming out, too. We, time won't allow us to kind of unpack. Mandalorian Season 3 is coming back. Beast Wars? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. Indiana I, I, Jones I'm, 5? I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm hopeful, hopefully optimistic on Beast Wars, but I've been burned before. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Uh, Indiana Jones 5, I'm hopefully optimistic on Indiana Jones 5, but, but I've been, been burned, burned before. before. <laughs> yes. Um, is Indiana Jones going to be one of those odd even rules except the other way? Like Star, like Star Trek? Yeah, may, maybe. One, maybe. good. Two, two yeah. nah. Three, three good. good. Four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's hoping. Uh, Destiny, you talked about Destiny Lightfall coming out. That's going to be really good. Jackie, what's yes. happening in May? Breath of the Wild 2, The Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Ooh, they yeah. just released the trailer with Batman good. on it. And it's going to be mm. Kevin Conroy. 
Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 and Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Woo! Very cool. Is that the part two of Final Fantasy 7? That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they did the remake, and then the second one's called Rebirth. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited yeah. for that. I really need you to finish playing it, Tony, because I want to be able to talk about it. And then you need I to play will. Intergrade, because I will. I, I will. need yeah. to talk so about things. You need to play yeah. all of them? I've only pl- I've, I've barely started the first one. They took one game, and they made it into three games with some side games, and then another game that they throw in the middle. Yeah. It's just Square Enix's yeah. way of just taking your wallet. Well, yeah. they, well, they, they took the first seven hours and made it into a... 50-hour game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a very good one. A very good a one. Very yes. good one. Uh, and they want me to play Avengers. Spider-Man 2 is coming out for all y'all folks that uh, uh, are on the Sony consoles. Let's go. Um, Diablo 4, which mm-hmm. I didn't know that was coming out, but Diablo 4. Diablo is a game that has some staying power, man. Yeah. Um, I just found out that they're making a Killer Clowns from Outer Space game. Yeah. That's weird. It's, I think it's, it's like an asymmetrical. Uh, I have no idea. I hope so. That'd be pretty cool. Um, That'd be fun. Uh, and then the, a game that uh, we talked about this the other day, Neff, uh, a game that I wasn't even on my radar and I didn't know what it was until I looked at it, Judas. Oh, yeah. It's the Bioshock people. Yeah. So Ken Levine, who created Bioshock, is doing this game, which is basically Bioshock in, in space. space. Okay. I mean, and it looks and it, plays, it, it feels like Bioshock. It looks awesome. Which I know you were a big Bioshock oh, fan, Bioshock. Steven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Death Stranding 2. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Well, about I don't know when that's coming out, but it's, it's been enough. Very I don't feel like it's going to come very quickly because nothing in no. Death Stranding happens very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to walk to get there. Just the yeah, um, but if you get on now, you, you can uh, watch as, as thousands and thousands of people slowly make the movie. There. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, we are uh, we're excited for the new year that's coming up. I love a new year. When I, I talked about this in church on Sunday, actually, when 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 I'm cleaning my room, my mom always taught me one thing: when you're cleaning your room, the first thing that you should do to clean your room is make the bed mm-hmm. because that kind of creates like this this atmosphere, this ambiance, a platform for which you can then change the dynamic of the room. And I always feel like when we get to the holidays, um, as as a, a person who vocationally works in ministry, the holidays have been a part of, of, of stress and tension for me because well, we got to do all this and we got to complete all this and we got to have you know these programs and this thing and we got to these parties and these and it's become sort of stressful for me to kind of get through it so i've shifted my perspective and started thinking of the holidays not as something i have to get through but as a starting point at which okay we're we're just this getting through this is making the bed for the new year and for the good things that are going to come. So instead of it thinking of it as a finish line, I start thinking of it as a starting line uh, of, of how this is all going to work out. And, and, and in thinking about this, I'm thinking about the new year. I don't get like super trippy about New Year's and, and things like that. I don't like a new mm-hmm. year is just it's just another day, uh, just another opportunity to have a peel off day by day far side calendar on my desk. Right. But <laughs> I love the far side. Yeah. Uh, but but. As I've just been been thinking about it, it's like I feel like God wants to do something new. There is a, 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 a an idea that that if we will just get caught up, if we will just download the update for what God is doing, then we would have access to all kinds of new features that we never had before. I got a new phone. This is my my I got it yesterday, so this is like my first day with the, the pro? it is the uh, the fourteen iPhone fourteen Pro Max. <gasps> it is with heavy dynamic island. It's weird, and there's things on it that I don't even know. I don't know what a dynamic Island is. I thought that was a rap group with Andy Samberg. I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, but there's things on here that I don't fully even understand yet. Like. 
like my son was in. Oh, it has the dynamic island. I said, "What is that?" He goes, "It's this thing up up top, and if you like force push it, then you can do whatever." I'm like, "What is what does that mean?" I don't know what that. <laughs> so I've got to figure out all these things. But because I was I was rocking an iPhone 10 before that was really oh, it was wow. broken and it had like splotty screen. It was just it was trash, right? That's five, an upgrade. Five years, so it was a huge step forward. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the story that God is telling in our lives. If we will just download to to His operating system, if we'll just you know sync up with what He's doing, we're gonna start to find all kinds of new things that, that we have access to, new blessings that we have access to, new resources, new peace. And it's nothing new for him. These are all the promises that he gave us in his word. And so so even Jesus, when he came down uh, in, in Luke chapter four, uh, he his first public ministry, he opens up the scroll in the book of Isaiah and um, and he begins teaching. And he, he it says this in verse 18 of Luke four, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And uh, I think that Jesus is saying that right now, he, he actually then follows it up and says, like, what, you're, what you just heard is being fulfilled in your presence. People didn't take too kindly to that. <laughs> but Jesus is saying, look, I'm turning the page of the story. I'm upgrading your operating system. I'm going to give you access to blessings that you have only ever thought about and dreamed about. And and you can read the book of Hebrews. It talks about the same thing. It's like, look, in the past, God revealed himself in all these different ways. But now he's revealing to himself to us in a new way. It's the same God, but it's a new way for us to access him through the person of his son. And And I think that as we get into this new year... I just want to encourage you that God has something new for you. And it might be a new struggle. It might be new drama. It might be whatever the version of, of 2022 had that we didn't know we were going to have to go through. Or we can go back to 2021 or 2020, God help us. All of those things that we went through that helped shape us and transform us and strengthen us and equip us and launch us. Things that we went through that were that were difficult and seasons of loss. I mean, losing freedoms, losing liberties, losing comfort, losing loved ones. Uh, we had to make changes and challenges. And those aren't bad things because on the other side of them, God can position us to receive in new and, and blessed ways. And um, I just want to let you know that whatever is ahead of you, remember Jesus in Luke chapter 4, when he when he says, I've come to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. At the beginning of that chapter, he was in the wilderness. He was being tempted. He was being tried. He was struggling. He was facing the devil. And um, sometimes we have to go through those seasons where things are sticky and tricky mm-hmm. in order to get to the place where we can proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The Israelites in the Babylonian exile get a word from uh, in, uh, Jeremiah that I have plans to prosper you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a theme that you see repeated several times. The Israelites are given a promised land uh, and they end up in Egypt and, and all these different things happen. But at the end of it all, God promises something great past all that uh all, all the problems all the issues mm-hmm. that they face and sometimes th- th- that that promise was all they had to go by yeah it was they didn't mm-hmm. even have you know a bible to carry in their pockets mm-hmm. right like that's all they had was just like well god said it so let's keep moving forward mm-hmm. no. wow how's your day going it's crap but god has given us a promise mm-hmm. and that's what we have today as believers and we've seen these things we hold his word and we we meditate on it and we have access to it so that's my encouragement to you no matter what you're looking forward to in the new year and there's tons of good things to look forward to and i pray not only uh, that your nerdy uh 
cup would runneth over. <laughs> that we would have we have so many games and so many movies and so many shows. I mean, there's just and and we're gonna be here with you. Nerdy God Cast is gonna be with you through through the entire year, uh, playing these games and watching these movies and talking with you guys about it and laughing and and bemoaning all of the things that are bad and crapping on you know terrible things because that's what we do. Uh, but. Um, but just know that God has something good for you and that he is already there uh, preparing it. Ephesians 2.10 says, We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God already knows every uh, one of the 365 days of the next calendar year. And, and he's there. He's prepared something for you. And it's all going to work out. If you have a good day, if you have a bad day, if everything is on fire and you're just like, this is fine, I'm fine. <laughs> There's actually, um, it's it's funny that you say that because I, even though I joke and I'm like, yeah, everything's on fire. This is fine. Um, something that I say to myself several times a week is if this is the worst thing that happens today, yeah. I'm doing pretty doing good. good. <laughs> and it just has kind of become my mantra throughout this whole year is that no matter what has happened, I still have breath in my lungs. Yeah. I, if this is the worst thing that happens, I'm doing good. I'm yeah. here. I'm I'm right. moving forward. And that's important to remind ourselves of because this mm-hmm. is the holidays, which is a, which is a difficult time for some people. Yes, mm-hmm. like it's particularly wears down because of the, the not only the stress and the strain that that's kind of part and parcel of the season, but it's a time where maybe where you feel lost that you've experienced the year a little mm-hmm. more acutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, our family especially um, on that front. Um, I I always think about that Jesus is a is a symbol of God's redemption and it's not just redemption of people he is here to redeem every evil and broken thing mm-hmm. to take evil and make it good I'm you know I'm reminded of, of Genesis what you you know Genesis 50 what you purposed for evil God has turned for good, for good yeah. Um, yeah. and that is the God that we we worship is is one who his story from genesis to revelation is taking evil including the worst evil of all time of killing god mm-hmm. and creating this beautiful redemption story as a result of of mm-hmm. converting pain and loss and suffering yeah mm-hmm. and that he is in in that mindset and wants that for the pain and loss and suffering that we experience in a day-to-day life. Sure. And it came through his pain and loss and suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's a beautiful thing. It, he didn't even get it for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, but, it, but good things are always on the other side uh, because all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose, mm-hmm. uh, which I think I heard on today's daily nerd Devo. Uh, Man, praise God for that. I'll encourage you with this before we close out tonight. James chapter 1. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and will be given. If you're going through a tough time right now, just stay just keep swimming just keep swimming just keep swimming don't give up because god will use what you're going through right now to make your bed so that your next year your next season whatever that looks like maybe just take it one week at a time so that this next week might be a little more manageable you might be a little better equipped to to confront the giants that are on the other side because you were made you were destined to win uh to completely uh coin a phrase from DeGarmo and Key. What's up, old man in the house? Uh, 
Well, that is all the time that we have for today. We have definitely run out the clock on this one, but uh, we're, it's the end of the year, you guys. Yeah. This is uh, this will be dropping right around Christmas, so um, I hope that you guys have a great Christmas. What what are, what are you getting for Christmas, Neff? Do you have anything on your list? Uh, I don't know. What are you hoping for for Christmas? Socks. <laughs> Me too. Isn't that weird? I I want socks for Christmas. I want good fitting, comfortable socks. Yep. Cause I have a bunch of socks that for some reason they just they they, they either tight. they're tight or they got holes in them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I break through my socks. My, my socks look like Lou Ferrigno wore them. Just all <laughs> torn up. Man, Jackie, what are you hoping for for Christmas? Um, well, socks. Socks. All right. <laughs> but the cat socks. What are the from cat? Lightyear? Oh. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I didn't see Lightyear. Sorry, well, you should watch it because it's fantastic. <laughs> Nick, what are you hoping for for Christmas, buddy? Uh, I actually already know what I got. So <laughs> okay. I got uh, Jessica got me uh, the, the the space shuttle Discovery Lego set. Oh, it's pretty sick. So for my birthday, Lismati got me a, a the a Star Wars Lego set. It is like the little Dagobah scene mm-hmm. of Yoda's hut with that. the X-wing down in the muck, mm-hmm. and it's and it says across the front, "Do or do not. There is no try." Oh, that. that's awesome! And I was that's like, awesome. "Oh, perfect!" I just I had a lot of fun putting that together. Andrew, what are you hoping for for Christmas? Um, I actually would would hope to get what. Nick got, <laughs> um, but I can tell you that, uh, and since this is dropping around Christmas, this won't be a surprise. Um, I actually got my wife um, the BD One Legos. Oh, so, nice! nice. So, Jackie loves BD One. I love BD One. Who doesn't? Ollie, what are you hoping for for Christmas? Um, Spotify. Spotify Rich. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to watch more movies. That's right. Yes. Got to get those more than seven hours of playtime on you. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Oliver. <laughs> Steven, what are you hoping for for Christmas, buddy? I don't know. <laughs> I really Bill's don't know. Paid. I've, I've really, this has been like the first year where like people have been asking me what I want. I say, I don't know. I got you a pretty good gift this year. That's Pe- true. Peace on Earth. Never already told me what he got me this year yeah. for Christmas. Okay. I, I don't know that I like that. Um, well, I have no idea what I want for Christmas. So I was just really hoping you guys would have uh, some socks. ideas for socks. socks is what socks. I want. Everyone give socks. Socks it is. for Christmas. His mm. address is. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, one, two, mm. Boogie Woogie Avenue. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please uh, check us out on, on Patreon.com if you'd like to be part of the financial blessing what we do. We're going into our season right now, going to the different cons. Uh, looks like we have one set up for the end of January for March. Uh, and, and maybe throughout the year, we're going to try to get out and really, really spread the word of God, spread love and community to people who need it most. We think of nerds as uh, as an important people to God and as really an unreached people group. So that's why we try to bring these conversations of Christ culture and nerd culture uh, to the place where people live because not a lot of people are just going to accidentally stumble into church on Sundays. So we might as well be where the people are. And that's what we're all about. So we thank you so much for all of you guys that support us every month. Our Patreon sponsors, including our Patreon legend and big time producers. Our legend is Carrie Wright. Big time producers include Scott Higa, Kyle Johnson, James Hudgens. Our Nerd of God cast insiders Darren Scott, Chris Herman, Andrew Whiteside. Hey, that's, you. that's you. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. Zach Diem and Rodney Cannon. Our official Nog Squad Steven De La Rosa and Ryan Felton, Matthew Black, Kevin Wilganowski. Bradley Taylor and Christian Zadek. And our Nerd of God cast, faithful friends and supporters. Keaton Cannon, Joshua Chalk, Caleb Ardoin, Sam Abadi, 
Ashley, and Francisco Ruiz. Wow. And there's always room for one more. Maybe it's you. And if you do enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review and a rating anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We love stars, especially when they come in fives. From all of us here at the Nerdy Godcast, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, let's have a beautiful 2023 together. From me, Tony T, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Jamaican Ollie. Yaman. Yeah, Quentin Gregory Neff. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I was mailing my clicky moccas. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And our special guest tonight, Patreon uh, admin of the Nerd of God Squad, Daily Devo contributor and friend, Andrew Whiteside. See you, Space Cowboy. Until next time, we ain't gots to go home, but, but we can't stay here. You started the sentence. I found a really great sale at Sam's Club. I was thought it was going to be for like five thousand cheese balls. That's right. Something ridiculous <laughs> for two dollars. Forty-two <laughs> packs of Pop Tarts for only a nickel. I got a, a really sensible pair of slacks for twelve dollars. <laughs> and they come in bulk. They They're come bulky. In, well, They're very I, bulky. I, so I always wear bulky pants. It was, pants. A, it was <laughs> to be fair. Seventy-three length pants. That's right. <laughs> Going to need Jackie to take those in a little bit. Just a little bit. They can fit two men. They wrap me. They wrap them around me like a mental patient. They can, they can fit two men, but only if they go leg to leg. Like, <laughs> like one of them is human stilts. Oh, I can hear his. I can feel his feet on my feet. Do you feel what he feels? <laughs> only one of us gets the belt loops, though. <laughs> you gotta say no. The other person only goes up to the thighs. The rest is all exposed to the elements. And it's only the thighs of the of the the top guy. <laughs> It's seven. It's, it's this is some weird. It's one dude walking on into a hand. It's sixteen degrees hand. outside, but my thighs are sure warm. I can only picture this this happening in like a, a Sergeant Pepper's animated, yeah. like Beatles animated yes. box. Yeah, yeah. Like we're we're walking on stilt legs to the yellow submarine. Oh my goodness! Okay, good well. job, Paul. <laughs>